it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com What's up? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Justin Michael. And on today's episode, we are catching up with Kaya Duro, who is transferring over from Missouri. Big time pickup for CSU women's basketball. ESPN ranked Kaya as the number 47 prospect in the entire country for the 2021 cycle. So, I mean, this is this is an elite hooper. Watching her on video, she is somebody that can score at all levels. Her handles are impressive. And at 6'1", you know, she's she's a wing with some height. And that's just going to be tough for a lot of these Mountain West teams to try and contain. She averaged about four steals a game at the end of her high school career. So she's somebody that's very active defensively. That's going to be a big addition. Just altogether a very complete player. And I really enjoyed our interview. She was great to catch up with, just kind of gave some insight into why she left Missouri, uh, what sold her on CSU, the potential of, of playing with McKenna Hofschild. I asked her about that. It was just a really fun interview, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it a lot. After that, I'm going to talk about Ryan Stonehouse, who just kind of continues to get slept on a little bit. I, I don't quite understand why. I'll get into it after the interview. But I got to talk about an awesome promo going over on DraftKings Sportsbook. Two titles are up for grabs on the stacked UFC 273 fight card. Join the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet $5 on any fighter, get $100 in free bets, win or lose, guaranteed. This means if you're a new customer, you can bet $5, I mean, pick a fighter, and no matter what happens, you're good. You're chilling because you've got $100 in free bets coming your way, no matter what. Anything can happen in the octagon, but our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook have got you covered. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Throw down $5 on UFC 273. Get $100 in free bets, no matter what. That code DNVR this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only, new customers-only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Basketball has always been my thing. Always played it. It's funny, I started off trying to be a cheerleader, and then I got, you know, kind of tall. <laughs> and being a cheerleader <laughs> wasn't really the vibe anymore. But, yeah, I've just always played basketball. Um started getting recruited super young in sixth grade. That's when I received my first offer. Um, sixth grade. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it started super early for me. Um, 
and that's really all it like I'm from a military family so other than traveling for basketball I traveled because I was in the Air Force as well so one thing you could say my life has consisted of is just traveling (laughs) I lived in Europe for a couple years too so that's pretty cool I get to say that um but that's a little bit about me but what brought me to uh Colorado State was you know obviously being a transfer I've been through like the recruiting process before and I just I knew what to shift through to know like what was actual genuine conversation because earlier like in the recruiting process out of high school there's a lot of like yay like college is amazing woo 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 um but once you're a transfer you kind of already seen all of it so now you know like the right questions to ask and uh coach Ryan he he was very open and flexible and allowed me to ask all the uncomfortable questions I needed to ask. Um, my parents came up with me, I think last, was it last Monday on my visit? I had a visit there and um, we just asked all the tough questions. We had a, a day and a half to just really get to know them as, as people and to know their plans for me basketball wise. Um, and it just really seemed to fit. It really seemed to fit. Coming out of Missouri, I knew what I wanted and what I didn't want. And I told Coach Ryan about that. Say that again. And and what was that? Like, what were you searching for in this process? Well, mostly playing time. Um, I feel like that's obviously the most, you know. (laughs) Um, But also just a very uh, free environment. You know, I I feel like I have a very big uh, personality. And um, I just wanted to be in a place that accepted that and was comfortable with it and just allowed me to, you know, be my big personality self. Um, And he made that pretty clear that he was very free going here. You know, there's obviously rules and stuff like that. but You get to be yourself for sure. Um, And I felt that I felt that on my visit, you know, Um, and then he I even got to sit down Coach Ryan and my parents and we talked about film. He showed me film, you know, he showed me what he wanted to do with me on the court and stuff like that. So it was just very, very exciting. And then his, his image, his plan for me was the exact same plan that I had. So it, it makes sense, you know? So. How would you describe your game? Because, you know, watching you just in on video and stuff, it, it seems like, you know, you're kind of a versatile wing, you know, can score at multiple levels. I, I was very impressed with your handles, just watching the way you, you can kind of put it on the floor, beat some people going to the hoop, but you know, how, how would you describe your game and, and what do you view as kind of your best skill set? I would definitely agree with you. I feel like versatile is definitely where I go to. And it's because my dad, because um, my dad was my primary trainer. So he just made sure that I was able to do everything. <laughs> like no matter where I go, I got to be able to do everything. So I would definitely say my versatility for sure. But I would just have to say, I feel like I'm really good Um I'm a very simple basketball player. So I feel like I do, I exceed really well in simple scenarios where I can either just catch and go if I can catch and make like a jab, step and go, or just a simple, like one dribble move and go. I feel like that's where I'm the most, I'm the most effective. And that's also an area I need to work on. I need to get a little bit better on having more counters and being more comfortable with having the ball in my hand for a longer period of time. But I would have to say that's definitely my strength is just, I feel like I'm very efficient and I don't like to, to mess around too much. <laughs> so, yeah. CSU has a, a pretty gifted point guard in, in McKenna Hofshield who transferred over from Creighton. She's kind of one of those players who it seems like maybe enjoys facilitating and, and getting assists like more so than scoring. And she's also a very good scorer. Like there were times where I think Ram fans were like, just take over, just, just score. Yeah. But she's such a unselfish player. 
kind of watching her on film, did she factor into your decision at all? Like, man, she looks like she'd be fun to play with. Absolutely. Absolutely. My entire life I've played with really good point guards and you never know how much, how important a point guard is until you're obviously with a really good point guard. Um, so just seeing her style of play, watching her on films, seeing how she facilitates as, as well as gets to the bucket too. Um, I, I really did like, I wanted to play with that for sure. Cause I played with that in high school. I had some really good point guards in high school. So, um, I was excited. That made me a lot more excited for sure. I kind of want to talk about your high school career a little bit because, you know, you, you already alluded to it a little bit, but you moved around a little bit, played a, at a couple of different programs, won a state title, then you went to a prep program. Do you feel like that kind of, I mean, prepared you that in, I guess, in addition to, to growing up in the military lifestyle of like going to college, you just talking to you now, you seem like you're, you're wiser beyond your years. <laughs> um, I would definitely say it definitely plays a part. You never, I never got really a chance to get comfortable in one environment. I mean, I did live, I lived in Arizona the majority of my years, but um, never really had a chance because while I was in Arizona, obviously, as you know, I moved to a lot of different schools. So I think it definitely helps. It definitely, um, I would say it helped me build a lot of self, um, a lot of, I don't know what the right word is, but just really like able to depend on myself because the outside factors really shift a lot. Um, so I would definitely say that helped for college because I got to college. Uh, I'm very independent. You know, I still talk to my parents, though. You know, I still ask them for a little bit of help here and there. But majority of the time, I'm uh, independent. And I feel like that's definitely because of how much change I went through, for sure. And in some ways, do you feel like that makes this transfer process just a little bit easier for you? I mean, it's it's going to a new environment is not going to be anything foreign to you. I would say the aspect of changing environments is nothing new, but I definitely built a lot of relationships and that makes it hard, um, especially just the ones at Missouri. And then when I entered the portal, there was some schools that reached out to me that I've already built a previous relationship with during high school. So having to tell them no again and stuff like that, it was, I would definitely say that was, that's always the hardest part of change is having to let go of relationships that you built. Um, but the change itself is, is nothing new for sure. If you don't mind me asking, who are some of the other schools that you considered in this process? Um, I would say I was talking to Florida State for a little bit because um, I committed kind of early. Like I was only in the portal for like a couple of days. Um, but Florida State, Elon, um, University of Montana came in the picture. Um, and there, there's a lot of others, but I would probably say those two. I talked to Rutgers for a little bit, but. Um, nothing too, nothing too major. I think Colorado state had the majority of my attention for the most part. So what was your impression of CSU on your visit? I mean, Arizona is not very far from, from Colorado. Had you spent much time here prior to that? No, no. I think we might've driven through Colorado once, or maybe when I was a little baby, we've been here. Cause my mom is from Wyoming. So Wyoming's okay. obviously very close to Colorado. So she's been here. She said, Fun fact, she said Colorado State was her dream school. So it's funny how things back back <laughs> up like that. But that's awesome. Um, no, no, I spent majority of my time in Arizona. And then now my family lives in Washington because of the Air Force. So that's still kind of close. So I'm still kind of like closer to Colorado than obviously Missouri. But yeah, I haven't spent that much time there. But it's 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 exciting. I went on my visit and I saw the mountains and I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't wait to see mountains again every day because Arizona has a lot of mountains. So that was, that was also a part that sold me on Colorado state was the mountains. <laughs> What's the altitude like in Tucson? 
It's not that high, actually. No. Is that something you're concerned at all? Or like, did you notice that in, in the day and a half that you were here that like, oh man, it's, we're, we're definitely a mile above sea level. No, I mean, I didn't really get a chance to work out. And of course, working out is you get a little bit of different image. But when I played in Arizona, I was able to play uh, reservation teams that are in all parts of Arizona. So there was way different uh, altitudes and stuff like that. So I got a little glimpse of difference, but recently I have not. So we'll see. We'll see the first workout. <laughs> how that it's goes. interesting because some people come and they're like immediately, as soon as I got off the plane, I, I could tell a difference. And other people, they're like, I don't know. I went hiking, I went running, I went biking, and I didn't notice <laughs> any difference at all. So I'll be I'll be yeah, curious to see if it impacts. Yeah. What um, you know, when I read about your recruiting process and kind of what sold you on Missouri from what I was able to gather, it seemed like you had a a pretty good relationship established with the coaching staff. You know, you mentioned here, you, you had quite a bit of relationships established at Missouri and that makes it kind of hard to leave. So is it really just playing time and then kind of looking for a better basketball opportunity that's, you know, driving this decision? It really is. It really is. Missouri as a school and the people involved are, I have nothing bad to say about it at all, but I just feel like I bring a lot basketball wise. And for me, like I want to play professionally. So basketball is kind of like a really big part of my life. Um, so I felt like I could bring so much more and I felt like I just wasn't displaying it and I wasn't being allowed to display it. So I just felt like for basketball being so important, important for me, I thought I had to make a decision basketball wise, but the relationship, I had great relationships, with everybody, the school, the academics, everything was fine. Everything was fine. But how hard was that decision for you? Because I think it's, I mean, the, the transfer portal, it's just, it's a part of college basketball now. I mean, you see some people kind of, you know, old people yelling at the sky, like, oh, you know, where's the loyalty? But I mean, yeah. it legitimately just is a part of the game. Was there a part of you that was like, I don't know, maybe I should stick it out and give it another year? Or was it just kind of clear that like, it's this is kind of how it's going to be? No, absolutely. There's definitely... Um definitely the the mindset of wanting to just finish it through, you know, like you started and you finished it. And especially me having transferred high schools three times, like I didn't want to have to transfer. Like I've been through enough change, you know what I'm saying? So like there was definitely an aspect, but um, me and my family had a lot of thought, a lot of thought. And we just thought that it was the best for me to leave. So that's what we decided on. Well, I know Ram fans are obviously really excited for, for you to be out at, at CSU. Um, you said you want to play professionally. Do you have a declared major right now at Missouri or is that kind of something you're still trying to figure out? And you're young. You've got plenty of time to figure all that out. Yeah, well, I haven't declared, but I've decided on business with an emphasis in management. So I've been taking classes predicated towards that, but I haven't declared anything yet. Very smart. Very smart. It gives you a lot of options. You know, I was us liberal arts guys. We talk about sports and stuff. We don't make any yeah. real money. The the business people, <laughs> that's that's where it's at. That's funny. Well, Kaya, thank you so much for, for coming on. We're obviously all really excited to, for you to, to get out to CSU. And, you know, we hope that this opportunity works out the way that you hope it does. And, and just thank you for giving me a little bit of your time here. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited and I could not wait to get there. All right. Thanks again to Kaya for a great interview. Excited to see her play at CSU. I'm going to finish up here just with a couple of thoughts on Ryan Stonehouse. You should go check out the article I wrote. Really, it's it's just, it's nothing new. I mean, I've, I've been making this case for months now, but 
he deserves a whole lot more respect than he's getting. He seems to be the best NFL prospect that nobody's really talking about. I get it. Punters aren't glamorous. There's a good chance he doesn't get drafted and then, you know, just gets invited to, to camp somewhere. But anybody that's watched this guy just knows that the ball, it comes off of his foot different. It looks like a missile. It, it's so loud. I mean, being there for his pro day, it, it was booming in that empty stadium. And I just, I don't understand why he's not, why he's not getting the same type of, you know, praise that guys like Matt Ariza from San Diego State are getting. He was great last year. You know, this this isn't a shot at him. But he basically did in a one-year sample what Stonehouse has done for half a decade. I mean, 244 punts in his career, 106 of them went for 50 or more yards. That's 43.4% of his punts. 90 were placed inside the opponent's 20. That's 36.8%. 42 were fair caught, 17.2%. And 32 went for touchbacks, just 13% of his punts. And that's because he's so accurate. He's got the big, booming leg, but he has a really, really great ability to, to get that, that bounce, you know, the optimal bounce you need. Either it goes out of bounds or it gives your gunners a chance to down it. He had a, a punt at his pro day that went 70 yards and, and died within, you know, four, six inches of, of the goal line. It was nuts. The, the process of making it in the league as a specialist, it's it's wonky. You know, you can be good enough and not make it just because you don't get the opportunity. NFL teams, they don't stockpile kickers and punters. And when you get a good one or even a competent one, you tend to hold on to them because if you just have like a pretty decent one, you can get them on a, you know, team-friendly contract. If you have a great one, you probably have to pay them a little bit more. But that's the thing. It's It's not like those roles are just opening up consistently. Having said that, there were 27 NFL teams at CSU's Pro Day. I mean, if not one of them gave Stonehouse a chance, they'd, they'd have to be morons, right? Like, he's, he's just different out there. He didn't say when, but he did tell us after Pro Day that he had interviews lined up with the Los Angeles Rams and Tennessee Titans. Either of those would be good situations, I mean, especially the Rams. But shoot, man, I'd I'd love to see him end up in Denver. I think the Broncos could cut Sam Martin and have it only be like a $700,000 cap hit. So, I mean, that'd be fine, especially if you could bring in a stud like Stonehouse. No matter what happens, you know, he's going to go down as a, as a local legend for sure. First punter in Mountain West history to be named first team all-conference three straight times. Could have been four if it wasn't for that breakout year from Ariza. He owns the NCAA FBS record for career punt average. I mean, just just a phenomenal career. And also one of those guys that you know, kind of no matter what he pursues, will, will be successful. He's smart. He's charismatic. I always enjoyed interviewing him over the years just because he was lively. I mean, not, not every specialist is, is a great interview, but Stonehouse was was always a blast to talk to, so... Certainly wish him well. Excited for him as he takes the, that uh, that next step. And yeah, that, that's all I have for today's episode. Thank you again to Kaya Duro for coming on the DMVR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Keep up with all of the content throughout the week. Have a new feature up on just people in, on the team and especially inside the wide receiver room being just reinvigorated. You know, the, the air raid wide receiver U is back. The vibes are just good. The, the vibes are, are immaculate up in Fort Collins right now. Hopefully that continues.
big sports week, non-CSU-wise. Obviously, you got the Masters and, and opening day and, and all kinds of stuff. Hope everybody enjoys all of that. I know that I will. Uh, yeah. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be